can't hear it. I can. Three, oh. two, no, one. We're not. We don't have to clap. No, we don't. Oh. We just don't clap any. <laughs> you don't have to clap anymore. We're using one. We're too good. Yeah, okay. we're too good. Hi, guys. Hi. My name's Ruben. And I'm Lucas. And you're listening to another episode of... The, the Face Downs. That's right. That was not good. A podcast <laughs> dedicated to um, everything TCG related and in the Yu-Gi-Oh community. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, we're in this together. We are week 2.5 mm. in Quarantina. How are you coping? Well, how are you? You know, it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, definitely... Don't miss going outside. Don't miss Yu-Gi-Oh! Locals at all. It's it's absolutely fine. I don't miss uh, the postal service. I no, don't miss yeah, ordering I, cards I, online. I, I don't miss deliveries of couriers. Who needs cardboard Yu-Gi-Oh! cards anymore? It's not like I got immense amounts of joy looking at those shine in the light and, and seeing, you know, the poor people hide their money when I bring <laughs> out my ultimate rare <laughs> elemental hero Stratos <laughs> that I never got to play. Oh, the dark love's worth the money, let's be honest. Yeah, well. Um But, so we, we're coping just <laughs> yeah, uh, with everything going on. Um, but however, I will say it is super cool to see so many different uh, YouTubers and even like we have in New Zealand, a lot of mm. retailers offering um, online tournaments. I mean, it must be because we're in New Zealand, which is yeah. probably the smallest Yu-Gi-Oh community in the world. It's like 60 to 100 people. And even we have multiple tournaments going on, so... I imagine it's probably pretty cool everywhere. Like these I YouTubers, would say so. the, the YouTube ones are high profile. Yeah, but it seems like, from what I'm gathering, they're pretty common. I mean, even browsing um, the simulator, you know, sometimes you just see a lot of rooms that are like, you know, come on in here, Simon, it's time to duel. I presume that's what they sound like. Probably, if they're from the Bible Belt, probably. Yeah. Um, so there's an, been a huge <laughs> increase of online tournaments, um, yeah. which is really cool, obviously making it very accessible for nearly everyone and obviously no budget needed. Yeah, I've um, never been lightning stormed more in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I've never summoned more Appaloosas in my life. Yeah, I know, life. all these combo decks summoning Appaloosa, where'd they get the money? I know. <laughs> it's not pay to win anymore, which yeah. is lovely. Um, I mean, while some of our friends furious, you can't get starlights in. Yu-Gi-Oh! Pro Simulators. Yeah. It's no, not no Max Rarity when, Max it's all, Rarity when it's all pixels. Yeah. When you beat someone with Appaloosa, you have to DM them a picture of your Starlight one to be like, just just letting you know. Just I, so you know. I did use a Starlight Appaloosa to beat you. It This was Starlight. <laughs> this was Starlight done. So, uh, it's cool. I think it's really amazing <laughs> that there's so many different opportunities for people to still have fun and play the game. Obviously, yeah. New Zealand is in a total lockdown, so it's really the only way we have, bar from dueling each other, with decks that we've built. Mm. Um, and an opportunity to use Halka Febrax before everything around it is banned. Well, they already did that, so they're going to do it again. Um, but without this, we would just be screwed. We would have a whole format with a new ban list with no representation. So, Like, for us in New Zealand, it's like going to be, I think it was at a five-week format. Mm. That's crazy. As much as like Konami doesn't like these simulators, I don't know what they would be doing. If they didn't exist right now. I mean, their Hello? game would be off the map. I mean, I don't know much about Magic Arena, but, you know, Magic the Gathering has an online game 
Pokemon players can just play po- like Sword and Shield. Who cares? And yeah, barely and committed I to think begin with. Just like Yu-Gi-Oh, there are like magic simulators in the world. There have to be. Like I've never seen. I mean, I think Arena kind of Arena took, took a lot one. of the fire out of that. I've played Magic: The Gathering simulators a few years ago, and they were terrible. But I mean, but yeah, like lots of people also played like Yu-Gi-Oh simulators years ago, and were probably terrible. So yeah, we don't have true. like the amazing people behind. I'm them. sure that there's a way to play. Oh, there Magic has the to Gathering be same with in same with same with Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and we obviously we are celebrating kind of playing on Yu-Gi-Oh on new um online simulator. Yeah. Project Ignis. Project Ignis came out, which yeah. I'd never heard of until now. But Which I never heard of until we got the at everyone in the Discord. Yeah, um, <laughs> just all of a sudden, like, hey, everyone, um, get this or die. Get this basically. or enjoy not playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And everyone's like, okay, I Ooh. enjoy playing Yu-Gi-Oh! now. Yeah, shout-outs to Project uh, Omega as well, which just got yeah. absolutely dunked on by this announcement because... Oh, I'm excited. You know, I think it's uh, cool to have different simulators around. And and I feel like their, their room for opportunity was probably... That Yu-Gi-Oh! Pro was a bit old and crap. Yeah. And now there's a really flash new one that has a bunch of features people asked for. <gasps> the test hand. The test hand is nice. They're all right, they've already promised they're going to add features to test hands. So I presume um, more control over what you draw. Probably for those terrible degenerate combo videos on Reddit where it's like 1.5 card Mavelous FTK. And you're like this... You're like, as if. Yeah. I really hope, I think I'd say my only wish for like test hand um, is being able to like incorporate how much interruption you want your opponent to have to see how quickly Mm, your mm. opponent can, you, how you respond to an Ash or an Imperm. The AIs are nice, but they run Max C, which is just not practical. Which is such a meme. I mean. (laughs) I did make Orcus draw 20 and then still beat them. Yeah. I mean, that was was fun. That was pretty fun. And that was PK Orcus as well. Like that was was Nightmare Bardiche. That's not a lot they can do and they can't activate cards. Yeah, sorry, gal. Um, so obviously with lots of online tournaments, we've been crafting a lot of decks. Um, mm. not only online, but also in person. Yeah. Um, with scraps. Scraps, you know, please, I just need to craft something together. Um, so what have your kind of favorite new decks that may have emerged from, uh, the Quarantino be? I've, well, I've got four currently yeah. and they're all my favorites. I can't pick one. Uh, how pageant, but heroes are still my favorite deck. Yeah. On way, I bought Ad Emancipators yep. fully, which was a blessing because they went up like twice yeah, the value overnight. Crazy. So I bought them for a good price and have been thoroughly enjoying. I mean, it's just it's, it's disgusting. It's absolutely fucking disgusting. It's such a cool deck. I am loving the way that this deck yeah. is performing. I think it's a really unique way and kind of harkens back to maybe an older mindset of Yugo where you relied on luck. Um, and being able to, <laughs> I mean, and being able to hopefully draw the cards that you need, or ideally, the cards if you build you it correctly, you don't have to rely on luck because you yeah, get to obviously. summon something. Um, I think of it more as in the way that pendulum summoning is like an in archetype soul charge. Um, this has a similar effect from deck. Like, yeah, you don't necessarily pick and choose the cards you're going to bring out of your deck, but each card is essentially two cards. I, I yeah. would think of it that way more than I would think of it as luck-based. Well, it also proves that this deck, I would say, more than others in a really long time, have a really amazing ability to pivot mm. and mm. really quickly interact with things that you've been uh, that are on the field and that yeah. are being summoned. It's and- it's no longer kind of like a, a very linear deck. I think it's actually quite opposite from linear. Like, mm. your end mm. board is obviously very similar and very interchangeable but that kind of is what makes the deck a bit more exciting well that that's because there are there are the objectively better cards to summon yeah of you know, course. am i going to summon high speed roid chanbara or am i going to summon naturia beast going first obviously chanbara 
Yeah, you read my mind. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a psychic. Yeah. It's, it's the first deck I've played in a while, ever, maybe, mm. that genuinely doesn't care that much about what the cards themselves do. Mm. It is a deck built around an attribute, a type, and a level. Yeah. From which you can just play. Yeah. Um, so sometimes my boards are comprised entirely of level twos and threes, and it doesn't matter what the cards did. That's just what happened. Yeah. And then that's my board, and it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's refreshing. It's I will fun. say, this is probably the first time I've been playing a deck that is just completely un, you know, untouched. Oh, yeah. Um, there is a kind of meta forming around it with the the Dododo glove. The onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia yeah. cards mixed with some Kawaki Mirus, Doki Dokis, Block Dragons. Your general, it's it's almost like a zombie deck where it's just like, well, you're going to play Block Dragon. I mean, you're going to play Listen, Gigantes. It, like playing... Block, like, not playing Block Dragon in a zombie deck is like not playing Zombie World in a zombie deck. Like, you would be a fool. People love playing Block Dragon in zombie decks. I know that. Yeah, my favorite <laughs> way to banish cards. Um, So, it's a really interesting deck, and I am very excited to see what else comes from it. Mm. Obviously, we see a lot of people playing around with uh, a pure build, um, a very Earth-focused build like you are doing. Um, a bit more of a stun build, control builds, making use of cards like Fossil Diner, mm. or being able to utilize the kind of ability to spam out cards and, uh, you know, end in things like Nat Beast, Abyss Dweller, mm. Appaloosa. Like, there are some really cool uh, ways that you can pivot the deck and make it very adaptable. It's very interchangeable. Um, and I think its only real restriction is the extra deck. Cause... Oh, there's some restrictions, and this is something I wanted to cover, because yeah. this is a pretty new deck, and a lot of people have discussed its weaknesses. Um, so I've played uh, re- just today in an online tournament with Adam Emancipators, and I went 3-2. Yeah. Um, notably losing to uh, DDDs, who I barely understood, and Shadol Invoked, which put up Winder, which was essentially enough to stop the deck in its tracks. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I... Let's, let's be real, Winder can stop a lot of decks. It can, but it's never been able to stop a deck that I played before. Oh, Every okay. other deck I played could stop Winder quite easily with at least um, a common starting play. And I'm talking about just Winder here. Yeah. You know, Heroes, Stratos, Honest Neos, Bop, dead. Yeah. Tenyis, um, you know. Vashuda. If bounce. you can get Vashuda, you know, like summon, normal summon, link to Monk, Vashuda, bounce from hand, done. Um, one effect, in fact. Mm. Same with Heroes. Mech Knight, just summon, done. Who cares? Smack. This deck... And one of the weaknesses that I've been starting to observe in it that I think needs to be addressed mm-hmm. is that I haven't played a deck in in a while that loses so hard to a single piece of interruption. And I know a lot of decks do lose to that. My issue with Adamant's Pet is at present that I would like to be solved is they don't have any unconventional methods of reaching plays, if that it's makes sense. It's all the same. It's like, a lot of the same. If you're playing Shadol Invoked, for example, yeah, it's historically really difficult to stop a polymerization it's actually one of the most safe methods of summoning i'm not even talking about with invocation um the the magical meltdown card that protects cards you know if someone has invocation and the materials to make construct in hand they're going to make construct and from that point you know unless you have a judgment or an overload on field that card is going to hit the board and once that has hit the board you can do stuff with it right Mm. the issue with ad emancipators is all of their play starters a, are activated effects that rely on resolving, and B, are little weak, you know, 1200 attack beat sticks. Yeah, they're not exactly the strongest. They don't have easy access to an out mm. for things like Winder, and that's what I was feeling, and that yeah. re- that relates to a lot of decks. If someone puts out Plasma, can I beat over Plasma? 
Yeah. If someone puts out um, even a Mechaba, yeah, can end a turn. Um, and so the thing that I'm looking for now in, in at Emancipators is that kind of unconventional, um, almost impossible to negate kind of play starter, um, which may come in the fossil cards that got announced recently. We can talk about that later, but yeah. currently there isn't a lot in that set that screams potential to me other than graveyard setup. Yeah. And I was about to say, I was like, it really only screams graveyard to me, Mm. but I think that there's a lot of potential for growth. Like we said, we Mm. saw in the beginning, just kind of a pure build. And then we saw a couple of people, notably um, Stardust Yu-Gi-Oh on Reddit, as well as um, Stardust Yu-Gi-Oh on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry. (laughs) As well as Lithium, obviously kind of giving a bit more of like a, a variant of well he he takes from top lists so there yeah. was some kind of online tournament someone topped at with the onomatopoeia package which yeah i can see where that's coming from i don't think it's necessarily the answer to my prayers because the idea behind that is that you incorporate um a bunch of generic onomatopoeic cards that act as bait for negation yeah where i think that comes short is that when that deck was being played in that tournament it was an unknown factor Mm. And people would have been blindly ashing things like onomatopoeic. Because they would be like, what? Onomat- to. Onomatopoeics. I don't know what the hell to do against this deck. Ash. Yeah. If you play against... And you're like, oh, they're playing Onomatopoeics, of course. Yeah. They're running the Onomatopoeic cards. You'll save that Ash. You'll save that negation for a meaningful effect. Because ultimately, that card just draws you into two normal summons. Mm. I mean, you can draw into something... Uh, I think Dododo Dwarf can special summon a Gargagar monster. I think you're I right. It's so stupid, these names. Yeah, I think the, <laughs> the dwarf glove can summon... Uh, one, like, it can I summon think... Zazaza and Gagaga, but not Dododo or Gogogo. yeah. But if a Gogogo or Dododo is summoned, you can... <laughs> It's a lot of the same. Listen, I don't want to run these cards because I, I, I refuse to learn their names. <laughs> um, so that's really cool. Um, I would say what I picked up... I mean, I've also four... I have four decks built um, currently in person... Uh, I have Invoke Shadol, best mm. deck. I'm sorry that you had to deal with Winda, but I would, I, you, people can correct me if I'm wrong. I would say this is one of the strongest decks this format. Yeah, it's one of the strongest decks ever. Yeah. Uh, I have that built. I have, uh, Pendulums built. So a Selene variant, um, which is amazing. Very good. Uh, I have Guru. Uh, so obviously a bit more control. I do love a bit of control. Um, and then more recently, I developed uh, and kind of crafted up uh, Artifact Trap Tracks. Mm. Um, and this has been really fun. I definitely am still ironing out some kinks in the deck, but I think that this has potential to kind of blindside some people. Yeah. I would say that... People who main back destruction think, oh, set four, perfect. Yeah. My favorite thing. And then they lightning storm you and you don't need Waking the Dragon in Starlight Road when you summon Scythe and Moraltech and end their turn, essentially. Yeah. So it's it's a really interesting way, and obviously Dagda helps the archetype a lot, because obviously it gives the ability to straight away set artifacts from deck, as well as destroy them in the end phase, um, which is lovely, because obviously it means that if you set it, your opponent forgets to deal with the problem, it will pop and activate its effect anyway. So mm. it's a really nice versatile deck. I will say I'm waiting for support from Eternity Code, to see how that deck truly performs. 
because we obviously have the new trap trick succeeds and obviously the new hole card mm, that we've talked about a wee bit. That's going to see a lot of play. Most rank four decks will tech in Rafflesia just to put that card in their deck because it's it's lovely. Broken. Such a bu- such a busted card. So yeah, I'm having fun. I think there's some really cool uh, decks that are going around right now. It's very diverse. Mm. Obviously, on the online tournaments, we're seeing a lot of people experimenting with a lot of new things. And we have to enjoy it while it lasts. Because yeah. there is an announcement later on that will put an end to that. Yes, Efficiently, will. we'll yeah. stop this diverse format in its tracks and, you know, create a, a fun format. and interactive... A fun and interactive card game. Yeah. Stunning. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, so obviously we're seeing Adam Mancipator getting played a lot. Uh, I would say next would be Eldlich. This is mm. obviously from Secret Slayers, one of the newest products that l- has launched. Um, not for us in New Zealand yet. We're still waiting. Uh, however, it is taking force in Aus- like Australia have it. Um, and obviously Europe and America have it as well. Mm. So we're seeing a lot of these online tournaments uh, quite frequently featuring... Um, Eldlich. What are your thoughts on the deck? Haven't played it. Haven't played against it. It seems extremely simple. Yeah. And I think that's why people are gravitating towards it. Mm. It mm. is very linear. In it that is very linear. Every card does pretty much exactly two things. Yeah. And of those two things, they are hard set in stone, whether or not they are group A or group B. Yeah. Being, do they set an elixir or do they set a golden land? Yeah. And... I think that's why it's popular, right? Because you can just pick it up. It's probably one of the strongest control decks this format. Yeah. If you like control. If you like Ignoring control. Mystic Mine. If you like to play Yu-Gi-Oh. If you enjoy interaction. Um, which is the strongest control deck this format. No Absolutely. Doubt. Mind Burn is never going to win tournaments, mine. but is always going to ruin brackets. Yeah. And I think the same goes for Eldlich. I, I can't see it winning a lot of tournaments. Um, I can see it upsetting a lot of people. I can see it topping here and there. It doesn't feel like a contender two things like Dinosaurs and Invoke Shadol. Not yet. I think it's either going to take a hit to those decks or something else in the future to really propel Eldritch forward. It says, like you, we were talking about, I don't know a lot about magic, but we were talking about how Eldritch feels a lot like Commander format, where it's kind of protect your big boss monster at all costs and you can bring it back if it dies. Yeah, I guess that's like Commander. Commander is very different from magic. It's more of a... Um, experimental format. Okay. It's more around like you have this one commander that ties into a synergistic strategy that revolves around that commander's effect, mm-hmm. but also you run a hundred card deck of one-offs. So it's much more experimental than normal magic. This yeah. feels more to me like um, a return to just Sky Striker, which is just protect yeah. the castle. Just protect the castle. If Ray leaves, she comes back. It's just very hard to actually remove the threat. But yeah. you just replace anime girls with Zombie golden boys. Fierce. <laughs> In here. Fierce. Zombie. Fierce Dr- golden zombies. Not going to say drag queen, but you know. No. Whatever you could be back in the Spanish Inquisition, I'm yeah. sure. Um, so Fun. yeah, El- Eldlitch is cool. It definitely looks cool. Oh, looks um, amazing. I think visually that's a I really gorgeous s- deck. I can't see it doing well going second is my main problem with that card. No way. And... Yeah, you could say that about any control deck, obviously. That's the point. Mm-hmm. But that's why I think they don't win tournaments. Because eventually you're going to lose a dice roll, and this is a very going-first format. Yeah. A lot of decks, even Shadol, which historically was a powerful going-second strategy back because in the day. Because it punished extension. It just punished everything. And that was enough back then. But obviously now, 
with the amount of spell trap negates that float around in the extra deck. You can't just rely on Shadow Fusion like you used to. No. And you can't rely on Construct because Destruction is not as good as it used to be. Yep. So Shadow are going first. I mean, like, if they're going first, you're screwed if you go second because Winder will stop you, first of all. Yeah. If you get rid of Winder, Mechaba will stop you. Um, so I don't see what Eldritch can really do in that I'm situation. I'm yet to see how much it can bring to the table. I definitely mm. think it has potential. Like I said, I think it'll just take a hit to more, the more competitive decks right now or some further support down the line that may potentially... Mm. Um, They're running a lot of names and I feel like decks that run a lot of names tend to be lacking in some capacity. Like they're running, they're running the bad trap monsters. At one or two, because you have to, because yeah, you, you can't you just really the run anything else. Yeah. Unless you, run... you want to do the zombie package, which... Yeah. Arguably, I think, is worse. Unpopular, I've yeah. noticed. I think it's worse because it's just a bit more aggressive, which is a bit mm. more... Which is, like, counteractive to the control that is pure Eldritch. And zombies haven't won an event in years, so why would they... They aren't going to start now. Why would it change when you add a few traps to the mix? They could yeah. already run Rivalry Zombie World, which yeah. is a problem. It's good. Good. Still good. But, you know, I'm not really... I'm not holding my breath. No. But they did carefully make the, the Golden Land continuous spell, which, let's be honest, is a field spell. It is a field they spell. They made it not a field spell, which arguably is still it's, unsearchable. But yeah. It's unsearchable, but it kind of balances out in the fact that it means that if you do want to run a zombie world package... Exactly. You they, can. they made sure you didn't have to run one or the other. So I could see another Eldritch monster down the line. Oh, I kind of hope. That would be pretty cool. I think it would be interesting to see how Konami mm. expands on the deck. Um, and then obviously last in the Secret Slides archetype, or the archetype set, was a Ricker. Um, we haven't played Ricker. I have not played Ricker. No idea where that deck is right now, so I can't really talk about it. But... Yeah, I mean, it's it's really cute, and I think the yeah. artwork is amazing. I truly think the best card in the deck is obviously the boss monster, Teardrop, mm. um, because A, the fact it's a, it's a generic rank 8 synchro, and B, it has a really incredible effect. Exceeds. Yes, it is. Oxy, sorry. <laughs> correct. Sorry, this exceeds. Um, It'd be better if it was a synchro. Yeah, but also I think it's it's good, but it's just hmm. the fact it targets is probably the biggest issue I have right now. And the, obviously, well, the issue with Rika is that they don't natively run a lot of ways to spam level eights. They need to use their level modulation. They do need to use the level modulation, which historically, I mean, UA is like a level modulation decks very good because they're so vulnerable. Yeah, UAs, FAs, uh, yeah, uh, but teardrop, good card. Good card. Um, yeah. And it's interesting because we're also seeing down the line uh, Ad Emancipators and Ricker receiving support mm. in the new set that's coming out. Not Eternity Code. Obviously, we've talked to High Heavens about that set. That's locked in. That's locked in. She's confirmed all we're waiting for is TCG exclusives. Um, what I'm excited for is obviously... Is it Rise of the Duelist? Or is it Return of the Return Duelist? Return of the Duelist? Something that starts with R. Yeah. Um, and this is the set that's slated to be released in... August? Go off. August? Go off, sis. August? It's August. July, August area? <laughs> it's whenever you want it to be, babe. It's yeah. lockdown. It's lockdown. Yeah. Just print your own card, say it came out. Woof. Um, so we've seen two of these three archetypes already receive support. So do you think we'll see Old Lich? We'll see at least one Old Lich card get printed from now. Yeah, maybe it's an. <laughs> it's a very, poli very political answer, yeah. but I mean, we what will are you going to say? Some say? They will get support equivalent to the popularity of the f the nude fan art of the characters. So, can't be nude when it's all bones. 
Eldritch best deck, probably. Yes, obviously. <laughs> I want to um, see what's under that armor, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Mama, those heels. Those heels, they don't lie. They are not lying. So, we see some new support for these archetypes. Yeah. Um, and obviously, with new support coming from Secret Slayers, mm. we have a lot of new cards coming out, as well as a lot of new cards. support they coming out. They just dumped, like, five archetypes at once. They and are going one of them, crazy. One of them looks thing. like it might be good. I'm interested. So, we've seen No from... shade to appliances, but... That's battle. That's Battles of Legend. Oh, well, it all kind of blends it together. All, it all kind of, a, it all the thing about TCG set releases, as, as opposed to the OCG, is because it's staggered, we get this mix of news. Right? We do. Like, we get news on our side about, like, you know, here's what's going to be cards. in the Megatons, for yeah. example, while they're announcing sets that have already come out in the OCG, getting new support, and we're not even getting that support. For like so it's just like, months. okay, the new Adam Anticipator card, what set is it in? Yeah. Is it in Battles of Legend? Is it in Return of the Duelist? There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot to deal with. But we have... So, our Return of the Duelist has brought a couple of new archetypes. Obviously, Murphys, which is fun. Yeah, that was That's cute. in that, that set. Very cute cards. Mm. Um, we have uh, extensive Dark Lord support. Yeah. Um, gorgeous. Love the lore. I think the lore and the artwork of Dark Lords is honestly all they've got for them at this point. Um, yeah, with every danger getting hit. Yeah. They're just getting worse and worse. Yeah. But my experience playing against Dark Lords has been sniping every danger and then they scoop. So yeah. Which I is... don't really know how to play against them. Yeah. Um, child, anyway. <laughs> uh, so most notably, obviously, in the new set ROTD, we have the release of an archetype called Dragma. That's ROTD. That's ROTD. Yeah. So this is a really interesting... This is very interesting. Something I haven't seen before. Um... It's these, uh, it's a set of cards that are like monster spells, traps, mm. and extra deck monster. Um, but they lock you out of the extra deck. They, mm. or they utilize the ability to send cards from the extra deck to the graveyard as part of their effects or um, have that kind of limitation where after this effect resolves, you cannot special summon from the extra deck for the rest of the turn. Mm. So what are your initial thoughts on it? I I think it's quite scary because we see Yu-Gi-Oh is a format of graveyard these mm. days. Cards like Artifact Lance here were a killer about you know a few months ago. Still are. Yeah. Still great card because so many decks revolve around banishing from the graveyard. It just so happens right now a lot of cards also just plus from the graveyard. Yeah. But essentially Abyss Dweller is still the best card in Yu-Gi-Oh. Hands down, it just kills every deck. Because no one just plays with the cards in their hand, right? No. And we see Foolish Burial, which is a card you have to explain to people who don't play card games as to why it's so good. Because mm. like it just sends a card from your deck to your graveyard. How is that good? And you go, let me tell you. Well, you know, let me just send Beast, draw a card, net neutral. Let Squirt. me send Hedgehog, add a card. You know, let me send Shadow Mist, add a card. Like, it's all a way to selectively generate advantage. Yeah. And Foolish Burial is at one. Yeah. Graceful Charities at zero, even though it's a net neutral because it's graveyard setup. Yeah. Foolish and Burial Goods is hard once per turn. Extra Foolish Burial is pay half your life points to send a to spell. Send a, no, to, oh, send to send an extra card. monster. Yeah. Exactly. And, that and that's see, hard once per turn. That card sees no play. Because of the cost. And because historically sending from the extra deck to the graveyard is, is a limitedly advantageous thing to do. Yeah. You can't 
Monster Reborn cards that haven't been properly special summoned. From so the you can't yeah. summon them. Most extra deck monsters are designed to stay on field, mm. with the exception of things like Construct, Elshador Construct, which gets you a an mm. add back from Grave, which requires setup, Elder yep. Entity Natis, which can pop a card, Herald of the Arclight, which can add a ritual spell or monster to hand, yep. Wind Pegasus at Ignista now, which can spin cards. S- sort of act like a Tenue Spirit Shatana, where it, it has a trigger effect on the destruction of your own cards. Yeah. But that, that's kind of it. Yeah. Like, there aren't a lot of extra deck monsters that need to hit the grave. Where this archetype comes in, though, is it gives you such easy access to dump extra deck monsters. I think there's a lot of room for degeneracy. Because ritual players run Herald and Natis. Because yeah. they're just the most blanketly advantageous cards to dump. And yeah. most of the time when I'm playing against a ritual player, they dump three of each. And there aren't even enough cards to pop with yeah. the test. So they just go, eh, I'll send it anyway, because why not? Yeah. Um, but with this, I mean, a hybrid deck that revolves around, you know, recycling its materials from Grave, or even just using Graveyard Setup. I mean, as I've been talking about with Ad Emancipators, like, just a, a typing and attribute in the Graveyard can be advantageous for things like uh, Block Dragon, yep. for example. How are we going to see this card that dumps up to four in a turn from your own extra deck be exploited is, is interesting to me. I'm interested. And it's, it kind of now I would say we've done a bit of research and seen what's happened, but it now puts a focus on uh, cards and effects that activate when extra monsters are sent to grave or when an extra monster is sent to grave, what effects do they have? Mm. And it kind of is now transitioning at least this deck i think is going to put focus on a deck build that makes the most out of things getting sent to grave we Mm. saw the new lithium video we were even talking about it before we saw that um using cards like uh pretty plant chimera to uh benefit um searching fusion spells including polymerization polymerization. i'll have to check that well a fusion anyway so they can search instant fusion they can search shadol fusion they could search Fusion Destiny. Yeah. Not that you would run this in Heroes, but regardless. No, no. But it, it it's really interesting in the way that this has kind of now introducing, like, it's obviously a very stronger second deck, mm. um, but also, like, a go-first control. Um, I can see some Floodgates go in this deck. Yeah. I can see it being a, a Hatred deck, like True Draco. Yeah. I Which, can... can I just... The artwork on these cards. Phenomenal. I haven't been this excited about art on a Yu-Gi-Oh card since I discovered Mech Knights. Like, this is my new favorite. Because the storytelling, it's almost it's, like World Legacy 2. It's it just like, does. yo, check this out. What if we did an ever-expanding lore universe again? Yeah. And I just, I'm very excited to see if anything comes from it. Because I see these as, you know, anime characters in a show that I would watch. About knights and dragons and and I would watch this. Yeah, no, this, I'm like, excited. Dystopian, like Dark Souls esque, like artwork and design, mm. and this kind of ability to kind of manipulate these strong monsters to do what you want as mm. opposed to what they do for you. Obviously, it's a portmanteau of dragon and dogma, so it kind of plays on the fact that lots of strong extreme monsters are dragons. You think um, that's it? I always just think it's more like they like dragons. They think it's a cool word. Oh, probably that too. <laughs> probably that too. But obviously, like it, they Dragma. have intent. They have intent behind this archetype, yeah. and I'm very excited. Also, I the OCG it... translation called one of the monsters. Was it? Bastard the Ashen Dragon. <laughs> so good. 
Um, which Look at his bastard over here. We will not be getting in the TCG. Summon him from the goddamn extra deck. Just dumping from the extra deck. Sorry, gal. Mm. Infernal um, divisor. Yeah. Don't ever look up what... Don't you <sighs> dare say hell. Don't say hell. Don't say hell. So, I'm excited. I think this is very interesting. Uh. And I am... I'm cautiously tentative. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two adjectives. They look like fur hires, too. Like, they all have roles. I like that they about They do the all archetype. have roles. Like, you look at the art and you get what they do. And I, I love that I think that artwork is phenomenal. I truly yeah. think this kind of dystopian light spell casters. So, hold on to your souls, people. Yeah, um, I guess. I'd... I want to see more. I've never wanted an archetype to not be secret rare more because I just want to look at the art. More dreams are free. <laughs> um, but no, I want supers because then they, you can see the, the art. True, better. true. If you can see the artwork that, oh, oh, that's all right. I'm already excited for how to see or how ulties, that's I'll take ulties. I'll take an ult team. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost rare. Dreams. Um, so obviously from that, we have a lot of like ROTD support. We obviously have the announcement of the new uh, pack in the OCG, which is what we're going to get for Battles of Legend Collector's Armageddon. Pack. Collector's pack. So we have an expansion on fossils from Jim Crocodile mm. Cook. Um, we have the introduction of appliances <laughs> and the Numeron cards from... Filler Cybers. Filler Cybers. The Filler Cybers Arc of Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> the Filler uh, Cybers, uh, Keza was saying that it was uh, three episodes, I think he was in. Um, and the kind of big boss monster from the uh, uh, Zexel archetype as well. Wait, this is a Zexel? Uh, the Numeron one is. Oh. The Gates. like. Oh, the, this is the Gates. The Gates are from Zexel. Okay. So, I'm interested. Obviously, people are most excited about the fossil archetype. Um, mm. It's looking really interesting. Uh, there's a lot of grave effects, which is obviously not... We are not we didn't plan that to be correlated to Dragma. It's just interesting that these are kind of both getting announced at the same time. Um, the fossil cards don't currently really do anything, though. That's my problem with them. They all kind of do the same amount of nothing. Yeah. They're I just, mean, yeah. one of them will add fossil fusion from deck to hand, so... But my issue is that that doesn't get you anywhere. No. Like, the fossils are cool, and they add things, and they yeah. s- they, they definitely plus you. Uh, but how much extra deck space are you going to dedicate to monsters that do piercing damage? I mean, oh, really. Come on. Can you, you know. I'm not. I'm not holding my Can you my splash breath. these into an archetype mm. that will perform? I already saw someone try it without Emancipators. Lithium on YouTube. Yep, tried it without tried. Emancipators. And it looked weaker than he what you He just did add Emancipator stuff. I yeah. mean, like... I think one time he fusion summoned the level four to make Gallant Granite. Yeah. And I was like, wow, just play instant fusion. Just play. At <laughs> least if all you, if all you need is a, just a level four, you know. Sweetie. Can I introduce you to, God, blanking on level four instant fusion targets. Mud Dragon of the Swamp. There you go. <laughs> Whatever. They're all, they're all, they're all gob. So, yeah, I think fossils are interesting. Um, obviously, this is really the only... This is the first one that we've actually seen cards being announced for. I would say the most exciting card I'm excited for from that archetype is the uh, level four or lower foolish. Um, mm. So, mm. you will see. We'll see how it progresses. We'll see what people create. I mean, um, it's a GX character. There's only so much... You know, you're not going to give a GX character, you know, Dragoon of Red Eyes, because it wouldn't make sense. Right? Mm. Like... It's not necessarily an iconic Dark Magician-style card that needs no. to be the most powerful thing in the meta. 
Um, but I'd like it to be a playable casual strategy because it yeah. seems like right now that's where they're going. Or like a fun engine. Like if you wanted to mm. like incorporate like rocks into the deck. But not, not everything has to be broken, you know? It would be yeah. fine if this came out and they were faithful to how he played in the anime, which was very limited. He only dueled a couple of times, but you got the vibe that he kind of liked right. to summon these, you know, big hitting rock monsters from your graveyard and the whole thing was whoa you can use monsters from your graveyard what the yeah that's crazy and then we saw invocation first I was gonna say then um, we saw super polymerization and we're like well then you're like Gal. how about monsters on field yeah how and about you can't do anything how about you can't <laughs> respond um so yeah I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to mm. see what else comes out from the set uh obviously I would say last big chunk of news was the duelist pack more announcement of support from in there so, like, uh, the Egyptian God cards. Oh, yeah. As well as the... Speaking uh, of casual strategies. Speaking of casual Winged strategies. Dragon of Ra Turbo. Yeah. Uh, I mean, whatever. Yeah, they're giving it its anime effects through spell traps. That's what yeah. they're going to do. That's what they're going to do. And that's same with um, the Jinzo stuff. <laughs> that's true. Do you, yeah. like, do you like trying to win a game on RNG? Well, do I have the yeah. archetype for you? It's called, Adam che- it's called cheating. <laughs> it's called cheating. It's called cheating and looking at your opponent's deck like my Valentine with the perfume. That's how you win with Jinzo now. Yeah, the way to win with Jinzo is have your friends put a headpiece in you and stand mm. behind your opponent yep. and tell you the cards <laughs> they have in their hand. That's actually how you play Jinzo. Konami sanctioned it. Yeah, they, they actually put out a statement today. Yeah. But who cares about all that? When we Garbage. have a very Terrible. exciting announcement. Every other monster can just get... We could just get fucked, basically. Because, oh. Because the monster is coming out the in monster. the Megatons. The entire Megaton invalidated. They could literally reprint nothing but Marincess and they would sell out. Yes. Because Dragoon of Red Eyes... Has been confirmed. ...is in the Megatons. And it's a promo. Well, we don't know that. What? We don't know that. Why would it not be? They can't just slip it into a pack. That's I not mean, what Megatons are. What can we say? I don't know. We don't know what the confirmed promos are. All we know is that as of two days ago, they announced that in the 2020 Megatons, we will be receiving Dragoon. Red-Eyes Dragoon. As Woo! Hold for applause. I know. Just everyone in the OCG has been talking so much about how healthy this card is, how much what they a enjoy. Great, what a great diverse format it's yeah. brought to the, um, to the game. I mean, you can literally play anything with... Dragoon and be competitive, so I I guess it is kind of con- yeah. diverse by default. I'm excited. I'm not excited. I don't want this card. I I it'll, fingers it'll, crossed. Hope it gets hit like it did on the TC. I mean, in the OCG. it'll be a race to the ban list, and I'm not excited about that. Yeah, there's no fun in seeing a card get announced and come out. I'll I'll have fun playing it, I guess, for a week and be like, <laughs> Dragoon. Can we stop playing with Dragoon? Yeah. No, it's the best card anyway. Yeah. Um, hope you put your LOB Red Eyes and DDS Dark Magicians before this, because they're competitive now. Um, Red Eyes especially, that card is going to triple in price. Well, it's interesting because we don't know how the NA and EU are going to rule it. Um, I would assume the same as Japan. So of what we're talking about is... Dragoon of Red Eyes is a... Dragoon of Red Eyes is a... We should a, explain what this okay. fucking card is. <laughs> Dragoon of Red Eyes is a fusion of Red Eyes and Dark Magician. So I'm going to stop you there. Or, or a Dark Dragon Monster because and you're Dark wrong. Magician. It's Dark Magician. You're really close. I'm like, I can hear you so loud. It's Dark Magician plus a Dragon Effect Monster. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. A Dragon Effect Monster or Red Eyes. The card is a fusion of Dark Magician and Red Eyes. Yes. I'm explaining what the card is. Babe. <laughs> Babe. I'm explaining what Dragoon does. Patience. Babe. 
<laughs> so this card has three effects. Yes. The first effect is that it cannot be targeted or destroyed by card effects. The second effect is that you can target target monsters your opponent controls up to the number of normal monsters used to summon this card. Destroy them. I'm going to probably say it's not targeting, but I anyway. would say... Or in fact, it's not that. It's Dragoon is a fusion of Dark Magician and Red Eyes that is untargetable and indestructible by card effects. It can also target an opponent's monster, destroy it, and then burn them for the attack of that monster. You can activate this effect up to the number of times... Uh, a number of times up to the number of normal monsters that were used to special summon this card. Also, once per turn, if your opponent does anything... Negate. You can discard one card, negate the activation if you do destroy that tar- card, and if you do, this card gains a thousand attack. That's right. They might as well have said banish. I mean, good lord. So, souls, like, Magicians' souls, I saw where they were coming from. Like, we want to print a good card that supports Dark Magician. This is a joke. This is like... This ain't a... Like, they... It's not like OCG Konami didn't know they printed Verte Anaconda. They designed this card around that card existing and just, whatever, man. Format's bad, Lamal. Dragoon Machine go brrr. Like, it's just, like, they knew. And it's, it's weird because I was just talking about how I think in our last episode, like, this is the first format where they've gotten their shit together. Yes, and we're like, and it's Oh, fun. my God, we've actually balanced the format and didn't, <laughs> didn't break it again. Yeah. And people are starting to play Yu-Gi-Oh! And I just, I f- cannot fathom the experience of starting to play Yu-Gi-Oh! And everyone's playing Dragoon. I and mean, being told that to be competitive, you need this card. Or just that, hey, you want to play Fortune Fairy Ladies? Well, you're already screwed, but, you know. Have you tried Dragoon Fortune Fairies? How about instead of going into your in-archetype synchros or whatever, just link them into Verte Anaconda and summon Dragoon? I mean, like, you are looking at a format where if you aren't linking two monsters into Verte Anaconda, you better have something good. Yeah. Like... You better have something You better phenomenal. have something good, because you should have just made Dragoon. You should have just made Dragoon. Why are you not making Dragoon this turn? Um, so that's what Dragoon of Red Eyes is. It can be summoned with Dark Magician and a Dragon Effect monster or Red Eyes, Red Eyes Black Dragon. However, the OCG determined that to legally activate Red Eyes Fusion... You have to fusion. You must summon a fusion monster <clears throat> that uses Red Eyes as material. Yeah. And I think the wording on Dragoon of Red Eyes is that since it says or in a dragon effect monster, it can be either a monster summoned with Red Eyes or a monster summoned with Dark Magician and a dragon effect monster legally. Yes. So to legally activate Red Eyes Fusion, it has to be Using a fusion monster. Red Eyes. Yeah. And obviously in this case, the other material, which is Dark Magician. And I assume this would be a similar ruling around um summon from deck cards if you could use like king of the swamp in the deck yeah something like shadol fusion yeah that you would need to use a shadol monster and king of the swamp like you would need to still yes use yes. a shadol monster to yes. summon a shadol monster yeah with shadol fusion yeah because those cards um they don't they copy just the name as opposed to mm. like the card type per, yeah. which is it's but for a, those it's, of you who don't want to run red eyes fusion Muddy Mud Dragon and Dark Magician also work. will also make Dragoon. If you want to run a second Dragoon, you can summon that, then go into Vertain Conda and summon another one, which we've seen people do as well. So, mm-hmm. 
I'm excited. I can't wait for this to be. <laughs> it's fuck. It's terrible. It's terrible. Um, I can't I'm, wait. I'm very excited. I want to buy three. Yeah, I mean, this is a really good card. Unfortunately, it to me is, I think, going to be our first foray since we started playing the game into a tier zero format. I mean, barely. It'll be a. It'll be a. If you're not playing this, get out format. Yeah. But everything will be different. There'll be dragoon pendulums, dragoon shadol. There'll be dragoon dragmas. Who cares, man? Like, it'll just be this experience where, like, vanity's emptiness. A card that pretty much everyone played due to its versatility and ease of, you know, removal on your own turn. Cards like Chicken Game that everyone played. Um, a little more impactful than those cards to some extent. Maybe not Vanities, that was a pretty messed up format. But you'd played that card. Maxi, yeah. you played that card. No matter what strategy you were No getting. matter what. And I think this one you just made sticks run. out. This sticks out more because it's a negate, but it's not more powerful than Maxi. Let's not mess around. No. It's... This card can't end turns like Maxi can. No. It in fact ends your turn because Red Eyes Fusion and Vertesa you can't special summon mm. for the rest of the turn. Yeah, <laughs> but at least Verte says for the rest. No one played Red Eyes Fusion before this because it said for the entire For the entire turn. turn. Um which is funny because you'd think Red Eyes players would play it, but then they don't play because their deck is trash and we'll continue my deck is inconsistent i mean what do they consistently put out meteor black dragon well it's going to be dragoon now <laughs> it will be so i mean that's... i'd be fuming if i was a red eyes player i'd be fuming because <laughs> it's just like dark i think i'd be happy because my red eyes fusions would have just tripled in true. price overnight <laughs> so that's true sell them while they're hot ladies and gentlemen and everyone yeah. else go buy an invoked core because they'll be playing dragoon too it's Invoked Dragoon for the win. Absolutely. Yeah, don't even play Shadol's at this point. Don't play Shadol. Um, I Why mean, bother? Just make Dragoon. Just make Dragoon. What Wind is going to do? Cross Sheep or Verte Anaconda? I think I'm going to answer that question for you. Yeah, that's that's an easy one. Verte Anaconda also doubled in price overnight. Yes, uh, because everyone um, knows that that's the card you use. That's the card du jour. But I was getting at this. It's not fun to watch a card come out only for people to wait for, for it, it to get, get banned. banned. And that's what I'm thinking. Like, There's no way this card is a, a staple. No. You know? Like, when they come out with something like Appaloosa, it is balanced. It is balanced. You can only control one of them. One of them. It takes discreetly, you know, at least two to three materials, and if you summon it with two, it's kind of crap, because they can just normal summon, you know, Mech Knight of Ram, and check this out. Yeah. Take that, Appaloosa. Um, So, you see a card like that come into the format, you see a card like IP Mascarena come into the format, they're powerful, they're interesting... They're not in every deck because... And they're not, like, abusable. No. They ha- they say they do what they say on the tin. And it's lovely. And Dragoon comes in and it's like, I'm not going to look forward to building a deck with Dragoon. I'm not... I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to... Because there's nothing to look forward to. No. We, will... we have seen the OCG. We've seen the Road of the King breakdowns. Yeah. And every deck that is making waves incorporates the Dragoon deck, the the Dragoon engine, sometimes in its side deck. Because yeah, Die Strikers sided it because obviously they don't want to sit on a main deck monster. No, which is, like, that blows my mind. I know. That that's a three-card side deck. If that, four of you side Verte and you yeah. care too much about your ED, which a lot of decks don't. Don't. You um, can still tech Verte in for instant fusion or super poly anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which they do. They do. It's good. Um, so yeah, uh, it'll get banned in a year and we'll be done with it and oh. everyone will remember it as this card that just showed up. I think a year's pretty generous. Maybe. 
I um, think sooner. I I hesitate to say that it'll be like Zodiac, um, where they reprinted everything or printed it and then abandoned everything. However, I would not be surprised if it very closely follows behind how mm. they treated Zodiac when the Megatons came out. Um, obviously, on a positive note, so we can try and you know <laughs> help people be excited for a card that will break the meta game. Uh, dude, Gamma Seals are only two dollars a pop. <laughs> <laughs> your best answer um, to this card. Hey, it's masterpiece again, everyone. Ooh. Hope you side kaiju's. Hope you hope you main kaiju's at this point, because come August that will be mm. the end or be all. Also, obviously, we have the Megaton. You know, promos aside, we have confirmation of reprints from sets that mm. have just come out. Not Lightning Storm, notably. Nope. No, no ignition assault. Um. But we will be getting reprints of Savage Strike, Dark Neo Storm, Rising Rampage, Chaos Impact, mm. and more. I presume deck building sets. I assume, Fist of the Gadgets. I assume Fist of the Gadgets. Mystic, Mystic Fighters. Fighters. We'll see a boss stage reprint, probably. And maybe Infinity Chasers, because they forgot Surzul and Anchor Drill. Um, uh, you know, those feel more like along the line. They do feel like a bit like along like the line. Like we're getting Mag... Is it Magellan or Angeline? Angeli. Angeli. Angeli in Angeli. Armageddon. Because we got Magellan and Alamode yeah. in... Uh, Maybe around there. Maybe. We'll see. Um, any wants... Any wants from the reprints? Any any wishes? Any I dreams? hope they do it like last time. I hope there's rarity fluctuation because no yes. one likes getting the same card, but it says MP on it. No. And everyone goes, are you poor? And you go, yes, I am. Are you poor? Oh, yeah. You bought the MP Barrel Sword. Are you poor? Yeah. And <laughs> Is you that go, ultra rare? Yeah. <laughs> um, no one likes that. So I like when it's different because then that kind of puts a stamp on, you know, first printings being first printings. Yeah. And everything else being everything else. However, where rarity increases are concerned is mainly where I'm focused on. Okay. Because I don't think we're getting Appaloosa. I don't, we're not getting Extravagance. And I we're don't, not getting Extravagance. You're correct. We're I not getting Extravagance. I don't think we're going to see an upgraded IP Mascarena because they're going to want to continue to sell Chaos Impact for those Starlight Rares that everyone loves pulling. Yeah. So yeah. I could see either an IP Ultra or an IP... Prismatic Secret. But I... That's the thing. There's already Barely. a Prismatic Secret. Barely. Um, Starlight Safer, I desperately would love to see an Ultra Rare printing yeah. of that, which doesn't make it any easier to get in a Megaton. No. Oh... Two Ultras, two, two Supers. Two Ultras, two Supers. Okay, so a little bit easier. In the old ones, it wasn't easier. No. Um... You're like, well, I I'm going to open this pack would... and hope. Well, I think Gizmo Karochi is prime ultra material as well for a card that, you know, sees a little bit of play these days. We'll see play again. Yeah, with Gyasu coming out. Yeah, Gyasu, well, August Returns. August Return. I would... Oh, ex Orchestrator Return. I would like to see that get a reprint. True, that probably Speaking will. Speaking of August Return. Um, any other cards you hope and want? I mean, from each set... The cards that I would want uh, from Ryra would be Appaloosa. Yep. As an ultra rare. Are you poor? <laughs> yes. I would like to see from Savage Strike a reprint of Boral and Savage Dragon. Because that card has crept up to about 50 US dollars. Yeah. Fairly we have, insane. We have a couple, which is nice. It means it's versatile and we have some floating around. But you're right. It's a, a very old card I'm at this point. in general for people. Oh, Not absolutely. Not about me personally. No, no, no. But I agree. I think it's um, important that, you know... Those who have it are lucky to have it, it seems like, at this point in mm. time. Because... I would like to see some... What got printed in Dark Neostorm for August and stuff like that? Uh, nothing really Just for ding. August. Uh, we got we... Ding. Cherubini. Yeah, Cherubini um, would be good. Cherubini, 
That's uh, a card that sees little play, but I think a lot of people want to play with and are prohibited yeah. because that card has become a chase card from yeah. Dark uh, other notable secrets, obviously, no material. Um, and <laughs> yeah. start and Brotar. Got to put a hand trap in the mega. Brotar. That's another secret from that set. So, yeah. um, this yeah, there's a couple of cards I would like to see. I, I think, think Chaos a, Impact. It's just going to be Star Legion IP. I really think maybe the Unchained is a lower rarity. Um, oh, Striker right. like, Dragon. Maybe I think the Tenyi stuff could also appreciate some hollow oh, printings. I would like some. There are an archetype of rares yeah. that run supers, and it's sort of frustrating to run both. <laughs> oh, it is. I'm happy to run. Just rares, especially older rares, because I think the so gorgeous. The coloration on the cards used to be a little bit more favorable to the silver text. Yeah. Now it just seems a little bland. Well, we know that because they're getting rid of rares, so yeah. Well, for a minute, and then they brought them back. It's for a minute, and then bringing them back. But yeah, uh... ten years and super, I would like monk. I would like Ashuna. Mm-hmm. I would like yeah, monk definitely. Oh my goodness, I can't believe that card's only a rare. I mean, it makes sense. They're a humble little guy, punchy hum- with his little fist. And, um, you know, some secrets of the more impactful cards, something like, uh, what is it? Preparation for the dragon cycle, vessel for the dragon cycle. Yeah. Feels like an important card. When did Mermare come out? Oh, ages ago. That's not recent. Our Mermares are like a mega pack reprint, so. Okay. They've been done. It's been done. Mermare is a common, guys. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, if you want to run a worm deck, that's the card du jour. Mm. Um, I think reprints for me, I would obviously like to see Orchestrated Return because that is a Soul Fusion secret rare that has not mm. seen a reprint. Gearsu will be expensive enough. Yes. As a chase secret rare. As a chase secret rare. <laughs> um, I think I'd like to see Corabane. And yeah, Corabane. Corabane, because it's, you know, it's creeping up there. It's a really good ultra, obviously, in a Vert Anaconda format. It's a, you know, Lightstar is a one card Anaconda, just like Lightstar used to be a one card uh, Nightmare. So... Mm. Um, I think Carbane, I think, I mean, if they want to do it, cause it was the only danger that wasn't reprinted, Ogopogo. <laughs> um, now is his time. Now is Ogopogo's time. Get Ogopogo to everybody. What else did I see? I think Crackdown and Mystic Mine from Dane, um, could see reprints, potentially upgrades, like how we saw Call by the Grave and, mm. uh, Red Reboot get kind of prismatic upgrades. Um... Let's see, Rising Rampage. I think, yeah, really only the chase ones. I would like to see Get Out, maybe as a bit less of an expensive card, and Coral Anemone, if Konami really want to make water meta. It's been such a top heavy... I mean, the Megaton last year was top. It was hard to beat. Oh, right? my... It was amazing. They gave us almost all the relevant dangers. All the relevant dangers. All the relevant dangers. Yeah, Snake, Bigfoot, Nessie, Thunder, Jackalope, Thunder, kind Thunder, of the, yeah. the th- Kind of everything. The fringe ones. Yeah. Gave us the Nightmares. They gave us you know, meta-relevant cards and different rarities. Like, this year has felt so top-heavy with sets. It feels like all like, you want is Secrets and Ultras. Oh, they're doing Ryra? Are they printing Appaloosa? No. Garbage. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Two cards that are good. What's the Megaton going to be full of? Like, Karakuris and Time Thieves? Like, it doesn't feel like that they're going to commit on the Megatons. Because they're, remember, like a $30, $40 product, depending on where you live. Yeah, $40 for us, I think 30 for the US. So, wherever you take it, it can't be that valuable. Something like Appaloosa is just not going to be in it. I mean, you could say the same about Dual Overload, but Imperm had been printed, what, three times by that point? That was the third printing of... So it had been tw- printed Fantasme twice Fantasme was like the fun get. Yeah. But, you know, for the most part, that set was revolving around Link Monsters anyway, so that was a very generous thing. 
I don't see the same thing happening. I'm generous. What the hell? I'm a consumer. Yeah. None of this is generous. No. They're just trying to get money off of me. But ultimately, you want them to put good value in sets without relying on things like Dragoon being in there to be like, well, they'll buy it anyway. Yeah. Enjoy your get out and sales pitch reprints, you piggies. Yeah. It's... You will buy this for the promo and throw the cards away. Yeah. Which is not what I want. That's not what I want. Because I don't like, I don't want Dragoon, I want Dragoon, but like. I also want, I want good other, cards. I want other cards to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> I want other cards that can get me to a link too. Corabane. <sighs> yeah, Corabane. It's going to be a pack and it's going to be 13 Corabanes, a light stage, and then Dragoon. That'll be every Megaton pack. And Stunning. And just have a little note that says, like, you know what to do. The card says, to purchase Candina, look into these yeah. sets. Um, yeah, and I think the Megatons, I am excited for the, obviously the world premiere cards. What we saw last year was Nibiru, Dark Ruler, No More, and Dimension Shifter. Dimensional Shifter. I mean, I'm weary to think about how they're going to one-up that. I, I don't know. I've been Dark Ruler, No More, this format more, more than, than ever. ever and it sucks. It's such a good card. It sucks, man. Um, I mean, it punishes you for using monsters. That's... Yeah. Pretty, pretty good card. Um, I would say I'm... I hope we get Cross Out Designator. Yeah, that would be cool. I really hope that we get Is this going to be an import 10? Like, here's Dragoon, Cross Out Designator, and Maxi is back? Like, what's this going to be? Because last year was all about the exclusives, and that was exciting and fresh. If we just get Cross Out Designator and Dragoon, then everyone's going to just play Cross Out Designator and Dragoon. Yeah. Copy the OCG lists. Yeah. Uh, and put more uh, side deck cards at three ratios because they don't run Maxi. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. <laughs> Good time. I'm excited. Lots of cool things on the horizon. Obviously, yeah. we're not letting Quarantino get us down. No. Um, and if anything, I'm more excited than ever to see what the new what the new support's going to be. I feel like every day I'm waking up and seeing new cards getting announced. But well, so. Konami's struggling to be relevant when no one can actually play Yu-Gi-Oh, so... OCG. Um, <laughs> I'm super excited, and I'm very... I'm looking forward to the future. Yeah, and, me too. And, you know, obviously I can't wait for all of this to be over so we can go back to our locals and uh, me get rocked with my trap tricks. And you rock people with Adamancipators. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Uh, my name's Ruben. I'm Lucas. And you've listened to The, the Face Downs. Down.